1: Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. Of course, powered by Overtime Media, I am Jake Kokorowski, Senior Writer at BadgerBlitz.com. Of course, your Rivals.com, home for everything on the recruiting trail, on the field at Camp Randall Stadium, and on that court of the Kohl Center. Of course, speaking of the Kohl Center, Wisconsin, number 23 in the nation, takes care of in-state rival Marquette, 89-76. The Badgers come out. The victors... Inside the Kohl Center, huge win. Wisconsin had that stripe out going. It was impressive win for Wisconsin overall. For that matter, I mean, it's their fifth straight win. They're 7-1 on the year. They took out a team coming into the game, and Shaka Smart had that team playing well at 7-1 as well. So uh, this is a bit another big win for Wisconsin in my eyes uh, before they start Big Ten play starting next Wednesday against Indiana and they have Ohio state coming up thereafter. And, uh, but, you know, let's focus on this game against Marquette, right? Because look at this, Wisconsin scored a season high 89 points. I'm taking these from these, some of these stats from the post game notes that Wisconsin delivers out. So, uh, bear me with bear with me here, but you know, they tallied up a season high 89 points. And then for that matter, uh, you know, 55 of those came during the second half and, uh, that was an impressive clip. I mean, that was a key second half, right? Where Wisconsin hit seventy point four percent of their field goal attempts. You know, and the nineteen of twenty-seven overall, there, uh, there was you know Wisconsin points this out. UW used an eighteen to four run over uh, about a six-minute. Period of the second half to jump out to uh, you know a 15 point lead at 59 44, uh, with about 10 and a half minutes to play there, and so you know top of that they also had a 25 to 10 run, uh, you know to to really build a lead that you know Wisconsin's biggest lead for that matter was 23 points in this game and uh, emphatic win I think uh, in this I 94 rivalry. And uh, again, a great non conference win to cap off before Big Ten season starts for a bit, and then they'll go back, obviously, to non conference play thereafter, you know, uh, going forward from there. But uh, Great Guards has this team playing well, and credit has to go to these players where, you know, we didn't know what this team holds, and it's still so early on. It's eight games through the season, right? We don't know where this team will go during Big Ten play, and again, Indiana, Ohio State coming up in the next 7-8 days and then they have non- three more non-conference games, you know, in the month of December until they face Purdue in West Lafayette on January 3rd. But this is what you want to see from this group, this young group, a lot of talent and a couple other key things from this win. We're going to actually play post-game audio from the win with some of the players, uh, just talking about Chucky Hepburn, the true freshman had a really good quote about uh, <laughs> quote, quote about jo- uh, Johnny Davis. Uh, we'll get to him, but really, even looking at this, you know, I talked about the big second half. Four Badgers went in double figures for scoring. You had, of course, Johnny Davis, twenty five points, nine of fourteen shooting. You know, this is the gosh, the fourth time in the last five games, UW points this out in their game notes that he has gone over or gone 20 or more points for that matter. He still averages 20.1 points per game, uh, you know, best on the team. And, you know, you had others, Stephen Crowell, so, you, know, you know, sophomore uh, forward slash center, 15 points, had a career high eight rebounds. Brad Davison scored 20 points, you know, and obviously he had a big game this week too against Georgia Tech uh, and leading the team in scoring down in Atlanta during the Big Ten ACC Challenge. He, you know, and what, four of eight from three point range, uh, you know, and see, yeah, he's gone four from eight from three point range and is connected on nine of 17 attempts uh, over the last two games, uh, according to UW. Uh, but a- another big name, Chucky Hepburn, the true freshman guard starting guard for the Badgers, he surpassed his career high, drilling 15 points, five of eight shooting. And then he also, for that matter, his defense, again, looking superb, six assists, a career high, three steals for that matter. Uh, You know, this is, instead of seeing one or two players, again, going double figures like we've seen in kind of the precedent set uh, over the past few games, you're seeing this was a team effort where you had four badgers and double figures. And that was huge. Uh, and I did not expect Wisconsin to go over 89. If you would have told me that Wisconsin would have, got, would have allowed Marquette to go to average about 76 points or to get to 76 points, which is right around the average for Marquette uh, this season, I would have said that might've been a loss, but you saw Wisconsin pour it on overall. Uh, and I mean, I'm just looking at the stats from the game too. just a couple quick things. 31 to 61 overall shooting, uh, you know, 10 to 24 from three point range. You, that's you know, 41.7%. You'll take that 50%, almost 51% from the field overall, uh, field, you know, free throws, 74%. You want to uh, probably a little bit higher, but that's still uh good there. And you know, they, they out rebounded Marquette 35 to 32. And for that matter, you know, they only with, with what, I know it was over their average this year, but Wisconsin, you know, turned it over just 11 times and that type of pressure, type of defense that Shaka Smart's likes likes to unveil and and disrupt op- opponents with. And uh, they held it together uh, and and whatnot too. So uh, a big win and, and just you know let's talk about Johnny Davis too. You saw some of the just what he did. You see the video highlights with that that layup and then the look uh, and, and credit to UW's video team to give that out, but uh, to show that and to capture that for that matter. Uh, But again, 9 of 14 overall shooting for Davis, 6 of 8 from the free throw lines That's 75%, along with the 25 points, 5 rebounds all on the defensive end, uh, 1 assist, 1 turnover, and and for that matter, 1 block. And then, you know, one thing, UW mentioned this in their game notes, but it's on the stat sheet too, he drew six fouls in the game, uh, which is at least twice as much as anybody else. Tyler Wall drew three, so did Brad Davison. So, again, a huge for Wisconsin overall in terms of just what he can do. He played over 30 minutes in the game, the sky's the limit for him in terms of, you know, in my eyes, uh, from what we've seen. So, having him on the floor presents, you know, something unique for Wisconsin, uh, and you're seeing players step up to, again, I realized what Hepburn did, and, you know, five of eight shooting two of four from three-point range, and he hit all three th- free throws. The, the six assists are huge. Uh, six of the 14 from Wisconsin uh, came from the true freshman from Nebraska. This is, you know, there are a lot of good vibes in Madison right now with his men's basketball program, as it should be. Uh, we'll see you again. Uh, I'm going to hopefully have Ben Wargle on Badger Blitz TV. We'll, we'll air this, too, on our podcast, just talking about the Badgers heading to Big Ten play and just how they could suit up. Uh, I'm still interested in seeing how Stephen Crow, who I thought looked, real, again, looked really good today, 15 points, 6 of 9 shooting, 2 of 3 from 3-point three range, along with, again, career-high 8 rebounds. I still want to see what he does against Big Ten bigs. As I do, you know Chris Vote only played four minutes, according to the stat sheets. Four minutes, four seconds. Kral played twenty minutes, twenty-eight minutes, fifty-eight seconds. Um, it will be interesting to see what Vote can do uh, just against you know the Bigs of the Big Ten and just the physical play. The Cincinnati tra- transfer obviously has the body as about a seven-footer you know, and has that frame that can take on um, those, you know, bigger forward centers that could dominate in the paint. And we'll see what Kral can do too. So there's still still some questions and we'll get into that more with Ben later this week or next week, I should say, as we record on Saturday night. But here is some of the post-game interview that we had uh, courtesy of Benjamin Wargle, who was covering the game. Make sure you go to BadgerBlitz.com. We have our stat pack up, where he has tons of stats going on that y'all should look at, and then his takeaways from a big win. Read those at again BadgerBlitz.com, WisconsinRivals.com. Here is the player post game interviews. There is Brad Davison, there's Johnny Davis, and there is Chucky Hepburn. Here, here's the post game audio uh, on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast.
2: Brad, it seems like in the first half you were more of the conductor of the
0: train and how things were going and then when you guys started to pull away eight ten points you really got in there and started making your mark. You know, what was what was your role in this game and obviously this season
2: for you, what do you feel like that is as the super senior? <clears throat>
0: Yeah, I'm just really grateful to have the opportunity to play with the rest of the guys and these guys up here with me as well, just trying to enjoy every moment, you know, especially when you get to play an in-state rivalry game, you try to make the most of it. Um, so my role is just to come with gratitude every day and be thankful to be here and then you know, do the best I can to help our team be successful, so whether that's offense or defense, um, you know, we did a lot of really good things today and it was fun to be a part of. Go ahead.
2: This is for, for Johnny and for, for Brad. You guys have played in this game before, obviously, Brad probably about 10 times, but this is Chuck's first game, first year. I'm just curious, how do you think he played overall today, just controlling things when you guys needed it? I thought he played like a bet. Um, he was out there, he was really calm and composed, and defensively, he was all over him. That's what we need.
0: Yeah, I thought he did a great job. You know, we talked we talked about before the game this is this is another game for us. You know, we've had a lot of big games already early in this season against a lot of really good teams. You know, Marquette was a different challenge with their style of play. Um, and you know, I, we just talked about it, it's just another game. You know, we got a lot of big games coming up in our conference game too. So basketball's basketball no matter who you're playing, and we worry about um, you know, playing Wisconsin basketball.
2: In the back, fellas. Johnny, after Georgia Tech, we talked about you kind of stepping back in that second half to let Brad have the hot hand. Well, today, you had a bit of the hot hand. What was it like going from that, only scoring four points in Georgia Tech, or in the second half against Georgia Tech, to today with 25? Um, uh, Same end result. We won both games. Uh, I don't need to score to make an impact on the game. Uh, For both uh, Johnny and Brad, it was 16 minutes left, it was a one-point game, and and then you guys started to pull away from there, and then really throughout the entire second half, you guys shot over 70%. What what changed at halftime, what sort of changed in that stretch to help you guys pull away?
0: You know, obviously we made 70% of our shots, but really I think it was the defensive side of the ball. That's what we were talking about at halftime after the first media timeout. You know, just really trying to put our foot down and be assertive on that end, and then, you know, you, you can get better looks on the offensive end. So I think defense was the key there at the end. I thought Chucky did a great job of applying ball pressure, and Johnny did a great job of Marcel, and then our bigs were great at the rim to get rebounds, and then we could go the other way and get those good looks.
2: Um, yeah, Brad pretty much covered it. Um, you know, when it's an inner inter- uh, state game, just got a little bit of an extra drive so I thought we found that in the second half and that's when we went on that run. Back, fellas. Everyone's talked about your defense all year but you hit some shots today you haven't I been mean, <coughs> shooting that well from three and also you got into the mid range into the lane is that a moment where you sensed that the shot was there that the team needed some scoring as well? Uh, yeah uh, this year I've been struggling offensively to find my confidence you know but today was a big game for me yeah I felt I feel like I got my confidence back. Oh, hey, yeah, Brad, um, how do you feel like Johnny creating those looks, taking over the game kind of there in the second half really helps the offense come together as a whole?
0: He's so dynamic, you know, obviously offensive end he does so much, defensive end he does so much for us too, but his ability to create space, get to his shot, you know, he can score at all three levels, you know, in my opinion, he's one of the best scorers in the country, Um, and he's shown that night in and night out, and so as one of his teammates, me and Chuggy, we just get out of the way sometimes and let him do his thing, and it's pretty impressive to watch, Um, but also we know this is just the beginning, and we're excited for what's coming forward too.
2: Right here. For uh, Chucky and, and for Brad, for, first for you, uh, Chucky, uh, first taste of this rivalry, kind of what did it feel like? And you're feeding off the crowd as you guys were starting to pull away there. And then for Brad, you were you were one in three actually entering this one, so how does it feel? Knowing <laughs> Thanks
0: for you reminding me, uh, appreciate <laughs> it. How does it feel
2: knowing you're finally here and you're able to come there. Uh, yeah, you know, this is probably one of the biggest rivalries I've ever been a part of, so going out like getting the belt by double digits, that's really a big thing.
0: Yeah, it's good to go out with a win, um, but like I've said before, we play a lot of really good teams in conference too that we circle. So there's just a lot of teams that we circle on our calendar, Marquette being one of them, but we have a lot more challenges coming up as well. So I don't spend as much time thinking about that. I think the fans get caught up in the rivalry more than I do. Um, but like I said, now we're, now we're excited to get going with conference play.
2: Chucky, Brad kind of touched on how Johnny plays, but I was wondering what have you kind of learned from watching Johnny and just like what stood out about his game today? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, Johnny's a great player. Uh, we, we, talk to, we talk to each other all the time. I mean, sometimes it's get, get Johnny Blunt, get the F out the way. So, yeah. yeah, I just know uh, I gotta get a defense. Oh my gosh. Right here, dude. Uh, Hi. Hey,
0: you did good, you didn't cuss. <laughs> you got yourself there. Um, that was amazing. Brad and Johnny, just for you about this rivalry of, um, Brad's obviously more of a, of a um, specialist when it comes to Marquette because you've played them so long. This is the first in the Shaka era. I'm
2: just curious from both of you guys as players, yes, every team is different, but was there anything noticeable on the court that you guys saw about a, a different Marquette team with a different coach? Uh,
0: just from watching film, uh, you know, he's very energetic. You can tell that he brings the energy and he's kind of the catalyst for that team, even when he's on the sidelines. So as a player that, that's kinda of fun to see watching it on film. Uh, but just, you know, their style of play. You know, he's known for getting up and down. I think I think the stat we were talking about there, the third Third most possessions, or third fastest pace in the country. So a little different than the way we play the game of basketball. Um, but you know they're pressing, they're running and gunning, and they really let their guys play and try to make um, you know make plays for themselves. So I think that was the biggest thing I noticed is just how fast of the pace they try to play. Um, and you know I'm sure fairly sure did really well
2: there. Uh, they, were um, oh, uh, they were a lot younger team. Oh, uh, go ahead. They were a lot younger team than last year. Uh, you know you got Justin Lewis and David Joplin coming off the bench. So I would say they were just a little bit uh, less. Experienced than usual, maybe even more than we were. Uh, I'm not (laughs) sure, but yeah. Jim? Johnny, what if anything has surprised you about this 7 1 starter? Ain't nothing surprising about this. Uh, Every time we step on the floor, we expect a win. (laughs) Got one more question.
0: Hi, Johnny. Just want to talk about Stephen. How have you guys seen him grow (coughs) in the paint for you guys? Just his confidence level, you know, I think from the first few games and starting to play these bigger, more physical teams, I think his confidence levels continue to grow. You know, with him finishing around the rim, with him stepping out and knocking down those three-pointers, uh, I was so happy when he hit that last three-pointers, kind of the exclamation point, that's that's big time because it allows us to stretch the floor it gets their posts away from the basket so Johnny can go throw it down and we have more angles to go, go in there and create opportunities for ourselves and others. So I think mentally has been his biggest jump as we go. And, you know, he's so skilled, his ability to score, his ability to pass and create for Others. Um, he's a huge weapon for us, and he's someone that's just going to continue to get better and better. So, thankfully, he's on our side.
2: We just told him to stop playing soft uh, <laughs> every day. You no, know, every day in practice, if he's not finishing like he should be, we're all getting on him. Uh, you know, he like he likes to work hard. Uh, he's a great kid, but yeah, we're really looking forward to him uh, coming up in these next couple games.
1: Welcome back to the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, of course, powered by Overtime Media. Big thanks again to Ben Wargle, our men's basketball beat writer, at BadgerBlitz.com to supply me with that post-game audio. Of course, Wisconsin, again, 89-76 winners over Marquette to claim some in-state dominance for this season. And again, that was Chucky Hepburn, Brad Davison, and Johnny Davis. A lot of fun there in that discussion there uh, and whatnot. And again, go to bedroomblitz.com for Ben's takeaways and his stat pack there. We wanted to kind of, before we wrap this up, one quick plug for y'all. Uh, make sure you guys go to our YouTube page because obviously we've had a lot going on when it comes to. Uh, we had a QA with Ben Steele, uh, the Marquette men's basketball beat writer for the Milwaukee General Sentinel. Uh, great talking with Ben earlier this week, you know, just discussing. Marquette overall, and just what Shaka Smart has done with the program. It's a great lesson. would love y'all to listen to it uh, when you get a chance to. And then, you know, we've had a bunch of recruiting videos on our YouTube channel. Again, go to youtube.com, search Badger Blitz. You'll find us there. Please subscribe to that too, along with this podcast, because we're trying to make that grow. And we have a lot of fun content coming up, especially with the early signing period in just under two weeks. And it's a great time to jump on board the Badger Blitz family in general uh, with his, with a subscription. But we've had recruits on with Joe Brunner, uh, you know, the four-star Rivals Top 100 offensive lineman. We've had Cade Iacamele, who had a big game again for his high school, Penn Traf- Trafford, in a huge playoff win on Friday night. And we also had a great recruiting Q&A with Clint Cosgrove, the national recruiting analyst for uh, Rivals.com in charge of the Midwest. That went 40 minutes. And that was, again, that was a lot of fun. Big thanks to the BadgerBlitz.com subscribers for providing those uh, questions for Clint to answer. And really, we could have gone another half hour, but uh, it was getting late, and uh, I I needed to get back to, to my family, and and I didn't want to keep Clint any longer on things and whatnot. So again, big thanks to Clint there, and it's a great opportunity again to to see what we provide. That's for free. Uh, you know, imagine what we can provide for content uh, behind. Are, are, you know, behind a, a paywall per se, uh, you know, at BadgerBlitz.com, especially with the early signing period coming up and just all, all the recruiting nuggets we have going on. John McNamara, our editor, recruiting analyst is there uh, and plugging away. He's been doing this since 2006. You know, Ben Wargle has been doing this since the the mid-2000s. I've been jumping on the, the, you know, Wisconsin coverage since about 2013, 2014. I mean, we have over nearly 30, 40 years of experience overall. And then, you know, our staff writer, Raul Vasquez, you know, has been doing this for two, three years. I think it's about three years now as well. So, I mean, we, you know, give us a chance at BadgerBlitz.com for a subscription. It's a great stocking stuffer. It's a great present for your favorite Wisconsin Badger fan or for yourself for a matter. Reward yourself uh, after the past 20, 24 months we've been in, right? So for that matter, before I, th- you know, I'll stop uh, my shameless plug because I'll do it at the end of the show too because uh, that's I'm like that. Really, I want to talk about some po- uh, some bowl predictions for the Wisconsin Badgers football team. And if you went to badgerblitz.com Sunday, I wrote about, it took me a while, but wanted to kind of recap just what I thought happened with Wisconsin uh, and make sure you guys take a look at some of the takeaways from the regular season. It included the good, like Braylon Allen, included the bad in terms of uh, you know, passing game, not necessarily coming together consistently, not necessarily. It didn't come together consistently throughout the season. Uh, You know, plenty of other takeaways there. Um, On top of that, you know, I kind of wanted to get into the bowl projections because they do have one more game this year, Wisconsin, you know, they should be reward, you know, rewarded with a bowl game. They, Fought back from a one and three start, won seven games in a row, and you know they they faltered in Minneapolis in a way that I did not expect. And I know a lot of people you can say it's a disappointing season, especially with what they Wisconsin brought on paper. But again, that's why they play the game. That being said, it, you know again they have one more game to play. Uh, one of the bold predictions, and I'm looking right now at the Action Network and looking at this like Brett McMurphy. He updated this today at about. Well, about noonish central time, and he has Wisconsin actually looking at this right now. You know, he's projecting Wisconsin to play in the Outback Bowl on January 1st against Arkansas, an SEC opponent. That would be kind of fun. Uh, Sam Pittman and his Razorbacks, and you know, for for that matter, uh, I even detailed it earlier this week in our 3 2 1 on Monday, so these are some earlier projections that I'm rattling off. So, uh, again, we're going to see just what happens coming up for Wisconsin. Uh, Again, this is back from Monday. You're really looking at, you know, the Outback Bowl was mentioned a couple times, and that, I believe, came from ESPN.com's Kyle Bonagura, who projected them to go to, you know, to play at Mississippi State on January 1st. Uh, CBS Sports.com's Jerry Palmer earlier this week mentioned an Outback Bowl for January 1st against Kentucky. So again, it's an SEC matchup. So, you know, those are three different SEC opponents that three different national writers have projected them to. Mark Schlabach from ESPN fought the Las Vegas Bowl on December 30th against Arizona State, could be someone. Uh, Sports Illustrated's Richard Johnson had had Wisconsin going back to the Dukes mail bowl against Clemson on December 30th, which to me, that's an interesting matchup. Uh, and I, someone I kind of want to see that being said, it looks like the Dukes Mayo bowl was going to be between an ACC and an sec program. And the Columbus dispatch actually had a good, uh, more in depth report here. Just making sure and clarifying that looks like the big 10 conference and the sec conference alternate between the Duke's mail bowl and the Las Vegas bowl over the course of the the six seasons. So for the big 10, they will be in the Las Vegas bowl or a big 10 rep will be in the Las Vegas bowl for the 2021 season. And then Duke's mail bowl will have a big 10 rep in the 2022 bowl. That being said, I guess, you know, we'll find out more. BadgerBliss.com will have Bowl projections up probably Sunday morning after the dust settles from the conference championship games. Two, by the way, former Badger assistants. You saw defensive coordinator, former Wisconsin defensive coordinator Dave Aranda, now head coach at Baylor, uh, claim the Big 12 championship with a win over Oklahoma State, number five Oklahoma State, and in a huge 40, 40, fourth quarter goal line stand last minute stand What a way to win that game for, for the Baylor bears. And, you know, Dave Aranda captures that championship, uh, and Aranda, obviously what he's done there after going to LSU, being the defensive coordinator there, and then his time at Wisconsin. And then you have, you know, Thomas hammock, the former Wisconsin running backs coach, what he's doing at Northern Illinois. They're winless last year. Uh go on to win the Mac conference with a win over Sean Lewis, the former Wisconsin tight end, uh now turned college football head coach, and the you know, Kent State, you know, right during that around that same time uh, in the Mac championship. So uh again, a lot of Wisconsin connections in, in the coaching trees and in two big names, winning championships for their respective programs. So some familiar names blast from the past to uh, keep in mind and uh, to remember, uh, you know, from their days here in Madison. But on that note, folks, we'll let you go for this week. And there's a lot coming up again. Stay tuned to BadgerBlitz.com, Wisconsin.Rivals.com for wherever Wisconsin lands for its bowl destination. Uh, We'll provide some quick analysis during the week. Uh, the potential opponent. Quick look at the opponent. At whoever Wisconsin faces, will have obviously men's basketball Big Ten schedule kicks up for a couple games, Indiana, and then at Ohio State for this upcoming week. Make sure you check back with with Ben Morgel and I. Uh, we'll see if we can get up a, a video on YouTube talking about again the just Wisconsin what Wisconsin has accomplished. Heading an into-conference competition, albeit a brief affair, if you will, uh, within that end. But then the early signing period's coming up. We'll have more. We have some interviews set up for our YouTube channel. Uh, talking to a few more commits about why they're choosing Wisconsin and, and a lot more. We've had a lot of fun with that. Uh, stay tuned for more there. Uh, and yeah, this is a great time to join badger blitz.com again, a uh, great stocking stuffer and whatnot. And it's an ability for you to see just what's going on, uh, in a multitude of ways on the recruiting end for football, for basketball. It, this is a great time to have a chance to be part of the badger blitz.com community. So with that, make sure you follow us here, you know, uh, For on Twitter, at at Badger underscore Blitz. For me, it's at Jake Coco, K-O-C-O. For that matter, uh, for YouTube, subscribe there and click that like button. We're getting a lot more subscribers. It's all free, by the way. When you say say subscribe, uh, whether here on the podcast, which you can do on Apple, Spotify, Google, or you go on YouTube, it's all free. The subscription just means that you'll be notified when new videos pop up. And then... Hit those like buttons too. Uh, you know, let us know, give us feedback, what we can do better. Uh, whether it's on this podcast, whether it's on the YouTube channel, uh, we want to make this the best product for you, Wisconsin fans. Uh, of course, on Facebook, like us. Search Wisconsin Badgers on uh, BadgerBlitz.com, and then I mentioned Twitter already at Badger underscore Blitz. Me at Coco, K O C O. Y'all have a great week. We we'll have a lot more content going forward uh, soon. And y'all have a great weekend. Stay safe, stay well. We'll talk to you later.